Hey friends, welcome to Empower You Podcast, a show for teens and anyone else that wants helpful tips on how to add power to their lives, shoot for the stars, and be happy where they are at. I am your host, Danelle Wasden. I spend my days hanging out with my kids, husband, and the coolest high schoolers around. Today's episode is called Get Your Head in the Game. Sports have always been a huge part in my life. Um, I played them all growing up. I lived in a small town, and so I played volleyball and basketball and ran track and did softball in the summers. And so, like, there was, like, a pretty huge part of my life. Um, I enjoy playing them still. I enjoy watching them. I help others. I enjoy teaching others skills. Um, I sometimes play on an old woman league of volleyball. And, um, yeah, I just love competing and playing. Um, one thing I know about athletes though, um, is I believe that all of the greatest athletes and competitors out in the world have not only learned the physical skills of the sports that they're good at, but I also believe that they have learned to manage their minds to some degree. Um, today I'm going to teach you a tool that I learned through life coaching, um, that can help anyone, um, that truly uses it and it'll help you in any sport that you're playing. Or if you're just playing the game of life, it can help you with that as well. Um, this tool was created by Brooke Castillo and it's called the model. Um, basically in a summed up version, it is a tool that helps you think about the thoughts that you are thinking and choosing. And these thoughts create your feelings, which in turn drives your actions um, and ultimately gives you the results that you want. So we're going to talk about how powerful thoughts are. Um, so to start off with, I want to give you an example from my college days of playing volleyball. Um, I played volleyball in high school and then I went to Salt Lake community college to play volleyball. Um, and I had, when I was in high school, I, like I said, I was from a small town. So I had a graduating class of about 42 and I thought I was pretty big stuff in this school, but I knew there was a bigger world out there. Um, in high school, I was an outside hitter. I could pass the ball better than like the average player. Um, I had a pretty wicked left-hand swing and my t- team took state my junior and senior year. Okay, so this is the story that I kind of tell now, but um, this is not the story I was telling myself when I was playing college volleyball. Um, When I was playing college volleyball, the story that I had in my head was I was from a 1A school. It doesn't matter how good I was because it was such a small school. These girls on my team and the other teams that are playing college volleyball are like from huge schools, so they're way better than I am. I have team members that have scholarships that they got paid more than I do. So they're obviously better than me. Um, some of my teammates were from even outside the U S so they obviously had to be really good if they're going to re- the school's going to pay for them to come. Um, and I didn't really like, like some counter thoughts to this that I didn't think about when I was playing was how many thousands and thousands of hours I had played in a gym. And I didn't think about how I had one of the most incredible coaches in the whole wide world. And probably I have never met anyone that can run a gym better than she does. Um, and I didn't take that in consi- con- to consideration. Um, but I just thought of how I didn't have a clue what I was doing and I can't let anyone down back at home. Um, they thought I was going to be amazing and I'm not amazing and I'm not tall enough. And all these girls are better. They're from bigger schools. They grew up in the city, like, it matters where you grow up, right? Like what kind of house you live in to determine what kind of public play you are. Anyways, all of these thoughts came through my brain. Um, and I never could get any better. Like 
I'd go to games and the pressure, like I'd be like, don't send me the ball. I can't pass it. Don't send me the ball. You know, all of the things were in high school. It was like, give me the ball. I can play. Give me the ball. I'll control this court. So then, um, like I said, um, my coach kind of noticed like the mental block that I was having. Like I seriously would shank balls and, and that means like a bad pass. So it couldn't go to the anyways. And I like physically in practice was pretty good. I was better in practice than I was, um, during games, but I, my body knew what to do, but my brain wouldn't let it because I didn't have any belief in myself because I was thinking the thoughts of all the things that were wrong with me rather than the thousands of hours that I played, the ability that I had to jump my physical ability, like as a, an active person, um, none of that helps. So one day my coach was like, let's get you this sports psychology book. We're going to help you. We're going to help you get your mind in control. So I remember laying in her office, laying on her floor, trying to meditate and breathe correctly. Like that was going to help me as all the while I'm thinking, yeah, I need to get my brain fixed. I can't fix it. Um, and I felt funny laying there. Um, first of all, and then secondly, I didn't change any of my thoughts. My thoughts were all still the same. They all felt so true to me. Like I didn't belong on this volleyball team because I was from a small town. Um, I got through the first real college season and played pretty much crappy the whole time. Um, it came time. The season was over. It was like the pressure was gone. It came time for spring tournaments. I was going to graduate that year with my associate, so I wasn't coming back. But they needed me to play in these spring tournaments with them, and I kicked butt again. I was like, I'm done. It doesn't matter. But I played like I knew how, and I was back to my normal skills, and I, I mean, I was good again. Um, of course I wasn't the best out there, but I, I was at least playing how I knew how to play. And I was helpful to the team. I dropped all the pressure and I felt so much better. Um, so the crazy thing is though, so the spring happened and then I ended up going to Utah state to play for them, which is a four year school. And of course all the thoughts came again, the foreign players are better. They're from bigger schools. I shouldn't be here. I'm not that good. And I was a basket case again. I remember sitting on an airplane, going to a game thinking, what the heck am I doing? I can't do this. I can't pass a ball. Why can't I pass a ball? I've passed thousands and thousands of them. And so long story short, I totally get that there is a mental piece to sports and I get that there's a mental piece to life. I still sometimes get in the, in my head and I'm not able to function in life how I think I should, because of, I don't think I'm good enough or I don't know how to do this or this person's better, whatever it is. Um, so I, this is what we're going to, I'm going to help you with this just really quick with the model. Um, so pay close attention cause this is how it works. So here is an example, high school example. So we have a circumstance kind of like the facts. So we're going to say that the facts are there's this freshman basketball player that has played since she was in fourth grade. She is physically strong and coordinated. She can make 10 out of 10 free throws and she knows how to dribble the ball as well as John Stockton. Okay. All of these things can be facts. Um, then the thought is she's created has, is everyone expects me to be good. She's going in freshman. Her family's all played basketball. They've given her all the camps, whatever. So she's thinking everyone expects me to be good. And the feeling she creates for herself is pressure. So the action 
that she does is she questions all of her moves. She misses her free throw shots. She makes several turnovers. She avoids shooting the ball. She avoids dribbling the ball. She's not wanting the ball. She's really not even enjoying basketball. And it's something that she's had a passion for since she was five years old. And then the result is she doesn't do what she expects herself to do. And then she's discouraged and frustrated and she has all that pressure. So you have your circumstance, you have your thought, you have your feeling, you have your action and your result. The thought always creates the result. Everyone expects me to be good. Really, everyone doesn't expect her to be good. I wouldn't expect her to be good. But that thought creates pressure, which in results makes it so she's not feeling, she doesn't do what she expects herself to do. So the, here's the trick. We pick a new thought. A thought that is believable to us. Not all thoughts are believable. So let's say we have the same freshman girl. She's going in to play basketball. Um, she's thinking like everyone's expecting her to be so good. She'll be on the varsity and she can make 10 out of 10 free throws. And rather than the thought everyone expects me to be good, she could have a lot of different thoughts. She could think I'm good and I will make mistakes. Um, John Stockton made mistakes. Michael Jordan made mistakes. We all make mistakes. But the thought... I'm good and I will make mistakes. Maybe that would drive a feeling of confidence or maybe it could be, I'm just here to have fun. And then the feeling is excited because we're going to play a lot better in basketball if we're feeling excited and confident rather than we are a lot of pressure. So when the area that you want to play with in the model, the circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result is the thought line. What thoughts are you thinking that are creating feelings? What feeling do you operate the best from? Um, that's where that's where you're going to get the most leverage um, is working on those thoughts because pressure usually doesn't help. The pressure wasn't a good one for me. And maybe pressure is a great feeling for you to work from. But you got to think about what feeling you work the best from, what feeling makes you the most successful in sports, and create a thought that's going to drive that feeling. All right. Good luck this week in your sports. Think some thoughts that are going to help you. Enjoy the game. Remember, that's why you're playing. All right. Thanks for listening this week. We'll talk to you later. Bye.